0: Welcome to the Salted Club podcast. I am your host, Caitlin Creeper. The Salted Club is where we bring surf, yoga, nutrition, empowerment and community under the same roof. We've found that when a person invites these five facets into their life, they become a force to be reckoned with. Join me for interviews and solo casts on all these topics and more. The idea is to share the inspiring stories of adventurers, experts and game changers people who have wandered from the conventional path and are doing life on their terms. Thanks for being here and let's do this. So I'm here with Erica today and Erica created her own lifestyle by following her dreams and objectives. Born and raised in Canada, she spent the last 10 years living around the world. She's an avid traveler and a wellness, fitness and life optimization advocate. So Erica is also the co-founder of Salty Souls Experience and of the Salty Club. She's also a certified yoga teacher and gymnastic and natural trainer. She's an inspiration to create a routine and a lifestyle that you don't need a holiday from. So I've known Erica for a long time. She's a friend and also, as I mentioned a lot here, the co-founder of the Salty Club. And she's always been someone who's passionate about training and fitness. She's someone who always pushes herself and challenges herself to go to the next level. And as I'm not this kind of person when it comes to training, and I, I tend to give up pretty easy and quit and not challenge myself, I wanted to really understand the tools and tricks that people like Erica use to develop a strong mind and go beyond their discomfort. I hope you enjoy this chat. There's just so much goodness in here. And yeah, enjoy. So, Erica, what is the connection between movement and mindset?
1: All right, there are so many avenues that we could actually take with this question. Um, it is such a subject that fires me in, in a good way. Um, but one of my favorite quotes says, in a strong body, a strong mind. So, to be able to really deploy your full physical capacities or abilities day after day, ones really need to have a driven mind and a lot of self-discipline and that's when we touch the subject of mindset. But um, today I think I'd like to take another approach (laughs) and it's to approach it through the lens of yoga. So there is this relationship between movement that we call in yoga asana, breath that we call pranayama, and the mind that we call chitta. Um, and that's where like the connection between movement movement and mindset or movement and mind pass through uh, the breath as well. So it is commonly known in yoga that the, the way uh, to access basically like a higher level of consciousness Or more calmness and devotion uh, and self control, basically, is that we will use movement. So, asana, the practice of the poses, which we, that's what we, you know, normally visually associate yoga to.
0: Mm. So, we
1: use movement to shape the breath. So, normally we will inhale on an extension and then exhale on a fold or on a twist. So really like the, the breath in yoga is not something that is just like on the side. It's really what should initiate your movement. but basically uh, by in- like interlacing your breath and your movement, uh, you start to access your mind. Why? Because the breath is one of the, uh, only system in in the body that is that normally operates uh, automatically but we can also make conscious so uh on the like on the contrary for example your heartbeat um the pressure in your in your blood vessels uh all of this are just happening without you being conscious of it um and the breath kind of plays on both fields, you can, it, it will operate automatically without it, you even thinking about it, but you can also make your breath conscious. And when you do make your breath conscious, it allows, it allows the, the membrane between your conscious and unconscious mind to become kind of permeable and you can start to rewire or navigate or dive into your unconscious mind and rewire some systems. So this is how uh, the movement connects to mind in yoga through the breath. So the breath is really the gateway. And when we reach the subject of the mind, so I mentioned earlier that we call it in Sanskrit, chitta. But also, but actually, I mean, there is four aspects of the mind. and yoga is known to, or movement, and breath is known to actually calm one of them that is, as mentioned, chitta. But there are also manas, which is our perceiving mind, buddhi, which is the intelligence, and ahankara, which is the ego. Um, But if you use movement and use breath, You do yoga (laughs) you uh you will end up calling um calming cheetah which is the little mind or the the thinking mind or the feeling mind right so the or the monkey mind (laughs) Mm. the one that is always spinning and uh by using the other tools uh to calm cheetah that this is when you can reach uh, the qualities of self control, devotion, calmness, and basically uh, allow yourself to perceive the bigger picture, to gain perspective on, on yourself, on your own mind, kind of like detach from the little hustle and bustles, and then turn, tune in into the higher frequency that connects the whole.
0: That's it. Well, that's an awesome answer I know I learned so much just in like five minutes so thank you for that <laughs> that was an awesome answer so my second question is what is the motivation to push yourself beyond your limits I've known you for a long time and you're always someone who is getting to the next level or pushing yourself or seeing what you're capable of or going that little bit further what can we gain by challenging ourselves to do that and to move through life that way um well growth like that could
1: be simply put that we're just like this thirst and desire to evolve and expand um i think that it's part of like the human desire to feel like we are moving forward or like the contrary of stagnant basically or still and then i think that Pushing yourself beyond limits also allows you to develop some grit, some courage, and basically to really build your self-confidence. Um, like speaking for myself, I know that to keep pushing and to keep uh, going beyond, I'm really passionate about witnessing my own evolution and to see that like, you know, five running five kilometer at some point was a challenge. It was a huge challenge. And then like, I kept doing it and doing it. And now like I run 5k for breakfast, like it's, it became like comfortable, <laughs> right? Like the uncomfortable has been made comfortable. And then, so next thing you know, like 8k became the, the benchmark. Like I never go for a run if it's less than 8k basically. and then it becomes 10 and all of this. And then it's so cool when like this next summer comes around and I start the summer running a 10 K when a few summers ago, it was like the goal of the summer. So, and I'm like, wow, it's so impressed. Like I'm so impressed by the ability of the human body to, to evolve, to grow, to become better. And I think that Ultimately, I find a lot of satisfaction in overcoming the pain, uh, in overcoming my mind, just to find that the strength was there all along. Because when we feel like quitting or giving up, really it's our mind that is speaking, it's not our body. Our body is so, so capable. And the proof of that is that, you know, in like events, for example, that it's a terrible example, but it is a great one. At the same time, it, a child would get, get hit by a car. Her mom or his mom, whatever, could literally like lift a car to mm-hmm. release her children. You know, but if yes. you ask a woman, just or a person, just there, like lift a car, they'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, "There's no way." But in there is a way. It is possible. Uh, if you put your mind into it and you're in this situation of survival, the same thing with like running long distances or very far. If you're like being attacked by a freaking tiger, like, believe me, you will run in a way that you never thought it was possible, Mm
0: -hmm. but it is
1: possible. It's just that you don't think it's possible. Right? So by pushing you, you start to discover how the biggest limitation is really your mind and if you keep on, on walking this path, you develop a lot of grit. And um, grit is a word that we don't even have in French. So I recently discovered this, this word and I was like, oh, I love this word. And so what is grit is uh, to have the courage to show the strength of your character. A person that has true grit, um, has passion and perseverance, and will really be able to follow through on the goals that they set for themselves. So it's an important concept because I do believe that a lot of people, uh, you know, want to accomplish X, Y, Z, but they don't follow through on their own goals because they lack grit. They lack perseverance. So, uh, but if you work on it you know like that one percent every day you really start to build this ability to yeah to to enjoy the path basically and to push yourself and through this all there is there is you will clearly gain some self-confidence um you know i know now from having done like different, you know, races or by having surfed uh, waves that were legit gigantic uh, and having pushed myself physically in various, various uh, situation that if I'm able to stay present for a two hour and a half triathlon or paddle nonstop, like for 30 minutes against current, current, I know now that I'll be able to handle uh, any kind of discomfort that life will throw at me. So basically, you know, life is unpredictable and we never know what's going to happen to us and which situation we're going to find ourselves in. But if you've trained voluntarily to be uncomfortable, then when this random situation shows up, you're ready. You've trained for
0: it. Mm. Yeah. And why do you think some people are able to push themselves to their limit and others aren't? Why do some people go all the way and others don't? It's a good question and honestly like I'd like often to like shake people that
1: are like <laughs> you know not pushing it and I'm like come on like push it. So been, I've been thinking about it. And I think that ultimately it is a quality that is inherent to a person. You know, it really, it's directly linked with how competitive you are. So a person that will push herself to the limits is a competitive person. And not only would like to be competitive, it doesn't mean that you're only competitive with others. You're competitive with yourself. So, you know, to be honest, I race myself every time I go for a run, like, and I'm kind of a freak of stats. So <laughs> I know my pace and I know my, my, you know, my stats and I'll always try to go a little bit further and a little bit faster. There's nobody to watch, you know, they like this summer, I trained the whole summer for a triathlon knowing in the first place that there would be no events like all the events were consult. So I wasn't even training for a specific race. I was just doing it for myself. And even though like, sometimes I would like share a little bit of my trainings or result on social media and kind of get this, this conversation going or approval from peers. Um, 80% of my trainings, nobody see them. It's just me against me. And at the end of the, of the the, the training, when I go home, like, There's no medals and there's no trophies or there's nothing there. It's just like, I feel satisfied that I've, I've won over myself basically, you know, but I don't think that everybody has this, this thirst. And a lot of people are really happy to just show up and participate and they feel satisfied and that's them, you know, um, It's not inside everybody, this desire to go one step higher every single time. So I don't know. I feel like it's just like it it is just really you have it or you don't, you know, and it's not better or or worse to have it or not. But it's just like the same way, like some people love cilantro and some people hate it. Like Mm -hmm. some people are highly competitive. And some people are not, and when, I don't know if it's like something you're born with or like something you've been conditioned. Uh, I'm in a family that like everyone is really competitive. We're a family of performance people, <laughs> mm-hmm. so I just I I, I grew those teeth, you know, like growing up. I was like, ah, no, like I need to, I need to push it. But I I know a lot of people. They're like, nah. I just want to show up, like, you know, smile and I come for like the little beer that we get at the end of the race and I'll be happy. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I need to win that race. <laughs> so it's, it's, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's in there or it's not.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like in training, there is a moment where you can decide, like, do I push myself or is this enough? For those who want to train a weak mind, how can someone start to train a weak mind?
1: Hmm. Well, first, find something you love. That's, you know, it sounds really basic, but that's really is like, you won't be driven to push yourself doing something you, you hate. Like, if you don't like running is not your thing, then don't run who cares find something else that drives you like for example like katie i know that like you did push yourself in surfing you know and like i don't think i'll see you like get into trash with me but that's (laughs) fine like you (laughs) you push yourself doing other things and that's fine just find what is your thing and i've been lucky enough like growing up my parents uh Like, let me try all the sports or really like, I couldn't really find my thing. I'm really like a jack of all trades. And I've honestly did competition in like soccer, springboard diving, uh, gymnastic, swimming, uh, surfing. Like I, I, I did all the things, badminton, (laughs) like I was just like this sporty spice basically. And, um, I, I would like go all into one sport and then be like, dad, I want to change. Now I want to swim. He's like, okay, let's get you into a swimming team. And then I was like, I'm done with swimming. I want to <laughs> dive. He's like, okay, let's get you into diving. And then I was like, yeah, I'm done with diving. Now I want to do yoga. And he's like, okay, let's do yoga. And like, um, but it was cool because it got me to explore so many sports. And I feel lucky that I had this opportunity, like that I have like that a, a sportive family that, put me into all the sports. Um, but yeah, find something that like sparks that thirst in you. And if you do, like it's going to be way easy to easier to commit. Like, you know, for example, going to the gym, I understand that it's really not like everybody's thing, right? So if you think that like going to the gym and running on a treadmill sucks, I get you. it does (laughs) so like but that's not the only option uh that's not the only sport that's not the only way to move there's so many sports and movement practices the more it goes the more movement movement practices they are so just find one if it's it's like dancing or if it's you know gymnastica or whatever it is find something you love That's the first one. (laughs) Um, The second one would be to surround yourself with other motivated or greedy people. So, we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And if, you know, most of the people around you are pretty, are also people with weak weak minds uh, and are not really supportive or are, you know, a little lazy. Well, so will you. <laughs> uh, however, if you are with people that are really like on it and you have a training buddy and someone, for example, that is like, okay, let's go for X, Y, Z sports tomorrow at five. Well, the chances that you will go are way higher than if you're, you don't have like a sports buddy. So uh, yeah, to surround yourself with other motivated humans. Um, and then... I guess that the third one I'd say would be to find your why and connect with a higher purpose. So uh, I think that like a weak mind lacks a little bit the ability to see the end goal. So if you're only, you know, focusing on like the day-to-day thing, it's easy to be discouraged and not really see where this is leading and kind of be like, why bother really? Like why yeah. bother like enduring pain basically. But if you if you have a why, if you have a higher purpose, if you have a goal, uh, then you know that like each day that you check in and that you show up, it's one step closer to where you are adding and we need to remember that even if you push one w- percent more every day like what is one percent really it's really little but 365 days of one percent is a 365 percent growth and that's huge mm.
0: so that would be my three advices to train a weak mind awesome So you are, in my eyes, a bit of a machine, but you are also human. You also are a deep feeler in life. So in like these times, how do you not cancel on yourself? You know, it's a lot of us are affected by our emotions, by our motivation. How do you, through the ups and downs in life, not cancel on yourself and keep showing up? Mm. I think that in a way it, it connects to the previous
1: question for sure um but i'd say that like my personal three tips or are one i always have a weekly schedule plan or a program so if you just like wake up one day and be like oh today i need to do movement of some kind what am i gonna do what do i feel like doing there's a lot of days that you don't feel like pushing You'll be like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna go for a little walk.
0: <laughs> that <laughs>
1: will be sufficient today. However, if you have, uh, you're following a program, or you've you've done like your weekly schedule. So, like, if you follow a program, like I think following a program is so good because it you don't have to even think about it. You just do what is said to be done, and also. The person, you have the belief or you trust that the person that, that has done the program uh, created something that is doable. So even if it looks like a little challenging or beyond your abilities, you're like, no, I trust this person. And I feel like they probably put down on paper something that, is, that can be done. And so I will do it. And so to do the weekly schedule, like if you have a program, obviously you have a weekly schedule. So on Sunday night, you know, I guess I will always put into my calendar of the week what are the, the activities that I'm going to be doing for the whole week. And I will set like uh, the, the, like what, what is the sport? What is the distance? Uh, what is the you know whatever like be really precise and like am I going to train in the morning am I going to train at night like depending what my weeks look like Uh, if I'm I do some classes uh, I'll decide which class I'm doing what time so and on Sunday you're like really motivated person you know like the week is full of promises and you're really Mm -hmm. hopeful that you can do all the things that you set yourself on doing and then the next morning you wake up you you set yourself to go surfing at 6 a.m and you're like whose idea was that (laughs) Uh, but the previous night it sounded really doable and so like so that's why i like set my things for the week and then i don't have to think about it i mean i just do as planned basically so Mm. that's one of my tricks and then trick number two don't negotiate with yourself just don't you know how nike's slogan is just do it well just do it like that's it you know if you've set yourself to go run 10 kilometers tonight well you just go and do the 10 kilometer. like i don't give myself the luxury to just to think about it or to negotiate or to go like, ah, oh, but maybe I could go later. No, there's no room really to wiggle. I just do it. So no negotiation. And then finally, the, again, there is this, the, the concept of finding a goal, a reason why or higher purpose. So it can be to, um, register into a competitive event for example so obviously if you know that like your race or whatever it is is in 10 weeks then you can build your action plan on those 10 weeks and you know that you're working towards something Uh, it can be sometimes you know um, uh, a a distance that you want to be able to run you're like I would really love by the end of summary to be able to run 10 kilometer cool that's your goal perfect distance so every week you increase 10 percent your distance in order to get to that 10k um, it can be a time it can be like in surfing for example it can be like by the end of the season i will really love to be able to surf that that specific wave that for me is really challenging or you could be like Okay, this this wave is really uncomfortable and really challenging. I'm thinking for myself like there's this place in El Salvador called, called Punta Roca, and every time I go to Punta Roca, I'm like basically shitting my pants, um, and it's always like a mission. Like you don't go to Punta Roca for like a small dip. You go to Punta, <laughs> Punta Roca when you feel very like <laughs> confident and you're like, okay, I've got it in me today, and. Um, but every time I go, I'm like so satisfied and so proud. And I, to, I, I kind of came to realize that there is other waves that had this feeling on me previously. So before that, it was La Bocana, which is the river mouth. And the first 50 sessions I was surfing La Bocana, I had like my pulse at like 170 the whole session. Basically, mm-hmm. like I would literally feel my heart pounding in my chest for the whole two hours, you know. Mm-hmm. and and then I would go and go and go and then it became comfortable like the uncomfortable I'd been made comfortable and now La Bocana is like my second home you know I go there and like I feel like I own the place <laughs> but like, there was a time where it was like super stressful so I looked back on that and I was like okay so the thing with Putaraka is that I don't go often enough I just go sometimes when I have it in me which is not that often and like the waves are good and the winds are good and the crowd is not there and like there's a lot of factors. So like, okay, you know what? I'm just going to challenge myself to go every day for 30 days. Mm -hmm. And for sure, by the end of the day 30, even by the the end of day seven, I'll be so much more um, comfortable. So I always like set myself like a bunch of random challenges like that.
0: (laughs) Mm-hmm. so it
1: gives me a reason why and whatever it is like fix yourself a, an, an objective or a challenge 30 day challenges are good for that like 30 days quick it's doable like you can you like stick to something for 30 days yeah I can you know 21 if you feel like you're medium weak like 21 days everybody can do 21 days so um yeah I guess that like challenging your own self and but Putting some, um, a clear goal, something that is measurable is really important. Uh, if you just say like, I want to run more, right? Or like, like what is more, yeah, right? You won't be able to look back and see the growth or the expansion or the, the evol- evolution. So to set some benchmarks that are measurable so that you can look back, and see um, how you've improved it's really important because that's really like the driving force to keep going is to see your evolution if there's no evolution there's no motivation so to be able to like and have this ability also to look back and and be like wow this was hard now it's easy high five to self i keep going but like to take those moments to appreciate and uh, and celebrate your your little wins so like I think that like that's one of the thing with surfing that is challenging is that it's kind of hard to measure your growth it is really hard actually because what's left at the end of like a well ridden wave like not much right so but you need to I think that why I was telling the Punta Roca story is, is that like how you measure your evolution is how much more comfortable you get into a specific spot for example that used to feel very frightening um
0: so that's it (laughs) i love with that how you've not only set up the emotional side of it the spiritual side of it but these are really actionable grounded in real time actions that people can take you know so thank you so much for that that's really helpful Mm -hmm. So my final question is what do you wish more people knew about movement and mindset? So
1: um, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. (laughs) Mindset is everything. And most people apparently (laughs) give up at 40% of their, their potential. 40%. Isn't this crazy? Like, can we have a minute of silence for those 60% <laughs> that <laughs> never get accessed? Um, but yeah, so I think that what I love people to know is that the, your ability to handle discomfort really determines what is possible in your life beyond sport, really, you know? And like, I can even like shift that to uh, starting a business overseas, moving to another country, all of this is only possible if you're able to end all discomfort. And when people you know, ask us like, how did you do it to like start your business overseas and to move to another country and build? You're like, well, I just decided to go on and tackle discomfort and decided that I was um, I was going to handle that discomfort um and that's what made it possible like a lot of people want to do big moves but they are they don't want to feel uncomfortable they don't want to handle that like uh, feeling but you as I said at the beginning you can train that if you train yourself through movement and like to understand like like movement is a way to train your mind and like they're linked. If in a strong body, a strong mind. So if you str- you, you you train your body with movement voluntarily, you will us your mind to end all discomfort, and that will uh, ultimately unlock doors that you cannot see
0: yet in all aspects of your life. Damn amazing (laughs) oh that was awesome Erica thank you so much the salty club is your online optimized wellness platform for adventurous women for $9.99 a month you have access to surf inspired workouts yoga classes guided meditations recipes workshops and interviews just like this one and everyone gets a seven day free trial Visit the Salty That's the Salty S-A-L-T-Y dot, Club. C-L-U-B.